Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 306. We'll look at Acts chapter 22, verses 12 through 21. Let's read our passage. Someone named Ananias, a devout man according to the law, who had a good reputation with all the Jews living there, came and stood by me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. And in that very hour, I looked up and saw him. And he said, The God of our ancestors has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the words from his mouth, since you will be a witness for him to all the people of what you have seen and heard. And now, why are you delaying? Get up and be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on his name. After I had returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him telling me, Hurry and get up out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not accept your testimony about me. I said, Lord, they know that in synagogue after synagogue I had those who believed in you imprisoned and beaten. And when the blood of your witness Stephen was being shed, I stood there giving approval and guarding the clothes of those who killed him. He said to me, Go, because I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Well, Paul is in Jerusalem. Paul's completed his third missionary journey. And the rumor had spread that Paul was teaching Jewish people in places like Europe and Asia to abandon their Jewish roots, to not follow the Jewish customs. So because of this rumor, the leaders of the church in Jerusalem decided to send Paul to participate in a Jewish ceremony with some men who had taken a Nazarite vow. He was to go to the temple with them, pay for their offering as they completed their vow. This was a very Jewish act, and it was going to be a very public act to show that he was still a faithful Jew, and that should put the rumors to rest. However, somebody saw him in the temple and had seen him in the town earlier with a Gentile man from Ephesus and had jumped to the conclusion that Paul had taken this Gentile into the inner courts of the temple, thus defiling the temple. So they grabbed him, a mob formed, they started to beat him, they dragged him out of the inner courts and were about to beat him to death when the Roman soldiers showed up and rescued him. As they were taking Paul away, they couldn't get a straight answer what was going on. Paul asked to speak to the crowd. And because of Paul's excellent use of Greek, he got the commander's attention. The commander allowed him to speak to the crowd. And then he spoke to the crowd in their native Aramaic. And so they've been listening to him as he told his background as a Jewish man. And he talked about his going to Damascus to arrest followers of Christ, that is, followers of the way. And he was struck blind outside the gates of Damascus. So we pick it up here in verse 12. Someone named Ananias, a devout man according to the law, who had a good reputation with all the Jews living there. Back in chapter 9, when we read the first account of this that Luke gave us, uh, the, the description of Ananias was that he was a, a faithful Christian disciple. But Paul here, the crowd he's speaking to, is a Jewish crowd. The challenge is that Paul's not Jewish enough. So here he plays up Ananias' Jewish credentials, because Ananias was a faithful Jew, a devout man according to the law. He was also a, a faithful Christian, but uh, in, in this situation, he's bringing up all the Jewish aspects that are important because that's the challenge before him. So Ananias came to him. So verse 13, he came and stood by me and said, Brother Saul, regain your sight. 
And that very hour, I looked up and saw him. Verse 14, and he said, The God of our ancestors has appointed you to know his will, to see the righteous one, and to hear the words from his mouth. This is Jewish language. This is Old Testament language, the, the God of our ancestors. That's the way they speak about the Lord as the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Joseph, the God of our ancestors. And he's pointed you to know his will to see the righteous one. This is a Jewish title for the Messiah. The, the Messiah would be known as the righteous one. And to hear the words of his mouth, since you'll be a witness for him to all people of what you have seen and heard. So here we have the commission that Paul would be a witness for the righteous one, the Messiah. Verse 16, and now why are you delaying? Get up, be baptized, wash away your sins, calling on his name. Now this is not a uh, recipe that baptism washes away your sins. That is baptismal regeneration. This is you know, a way we refer to baptism as washing away the sins but the washing away the sins is by the calling on his name. So verse 17, after I returned to Jerusalem and was praying in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him telling me, hurry and get out of Jerusalem quickly because they will not accept your testimony about me. Now this is not in chapter nine in that first account of Paul coming to Christ and then coming back to Jerusalem. I mean, it didn't happen, but it wasn't... Uh, in chapter 9, but here we have it, that he had this vision in the temple. And again, he brings this up to this audience because he's right at the temple. This He's showing his faithfulness to the temple. He is there praying in the temple because he's a faithful Jew. And the Messiah appeared to him in a vision and told him to get out of Jerusalem because they will not accept your testimony about me. Verse 19 but I said, Lord, they know that in synagogue after synagogue, I had those who believed in you imprisoned and beaten. And when the blood of your witness, Stephen, was being shed, I stood there giving approval and guarding the clothes of those who killed him. Paul's arguing with the Messiah here because the Messiah said, get out of Jerusalem. They're not going to believe you. And he says, well, wait a minute. Shouldn't I stay here? I could be your witness here. Everyone here knows about me, knows how much I opposed the way and arrested those who were followers of Jesus and what I did. And they should, could see this change in me, a very visible change, and, and that would make me a witness for you. And Jesus says, no, leave Jerusalem. And turns out that, hey, guess what? Jesus was right. Because what actually happened back in uh, chapter 9, starting in verse 29, he conversed and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the brothers found out, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So we see there was an attempt on Paul's life there in Jerusalem. Now, verse 21, Jesus tells him to leave Jerusalem Verse 21, he said to me, go, because I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Now, we'd actually seen this uh, in chapter 9 back in Damascus. He was told that he would be a light to the Gentiles. But here he says uh, it was reinforced in this vision that he had at the temple. Now, he might as well uh, thrown a stink bomb into the crowd at this point. They've been listening. 
He uh, was being beaten, was rescued by the soldiers, not because they so much wanted to rescue him, but they wanted to stop the disorder, the chaos, and they assumed he was some criminal. So they arrested him, couldn't get a straight answer, so were carrying him into the barracks when Paul, in very excellent Greek, says to the commander, is it okay, that can I say something to you? And asked to speak to the crowd. The commander was impressed with the way he spoke. and said, okay, you can speak to the crowd. Now, the crowd's been politely listening to him. At least it seems that way. Now, that may be because there's still a very large contingent of soldiers standing there. So it's not like uh, Paul's gone up the stairs to the barracks and uh, there's nobody between him and the crowd. There's was a, quite a, a, a group of soldiers who came with the commander down into the crowd. So they're all standing there. And the crowd, he's speaking to them in the, their native Aramaic. He's proclaiming his Jewishness. And if he wants to talk about the Messiah, well, they're probably okay with that. But this, when he says, the Messiah told me to go to the Gentiles, that's the thing that really upsets them. Now, we'll get into that next time as to how upset they get when uh, we continue in chapter 22. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.